0: Welcome to Control Alt-Revolt the Podcast, Episode 118. I'm Nick Cole.
1: I'm Single Light Medusa. We're sitting here having coffee, as usual.
0: We are having a keen Turkish latte and... I think the new refinement that we've been really enjoying about the Keen Turkish Latte is not getting the plastic cup on top.
1: Yeah, like the lid. So yeah. just drinking it without the lid, and then yeah. you get the foam.
0: And it's been and like super extra mag. special good. And I like, I got used to drinking out of a lid because uh, we would travel long distances in a lot of stop-and-go traffic. And you boy, you better have a lid.
1: Yeah, exactly. Otherwise,
0: you're going to be wearing that coffee.
1: Yeah.
0: But now that we just sit in this parking lot in front of this coffee house... Uh, telling it like it is. Mm-hmm. That's what we, let's, that's, we should, if this show were in the seventies, it would be called the telling it like it is show <laughs> and I'd we'd both be, be black. Well, one of us is already black. <laughs> And I would have... We found out over the weekend mm-hmm. that Nicole is part Senegalese.
1: Kind of. It didn't show up in my DNA test, but it showed up in
0: my... Everyone else's. ...brothers, my... Every, everyone else's. Everyone you in your family maybe? is Senegalese.
1: It's on my white side of my family, you, though, which is hilarious, rather yeah. than the Portuguese side. No, the Portuguese
0: side. side had it, too.
1: They had something slightly different, I think. Yeah. 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 That but, was... Cl- and I don't have it. Yeah. But it's somewhere in there. How, it's just like, not if 1%. If your
0: grandfather has it, you have it.
1: Well, it's less than one percent so they only put up to one I knew
0: it I knew it I knew it
1: (laughs) exactly oh (laughs) the other thing that we learned was uh because then my brother had researched I guess you can pay extra money and really go back and see like your family tree way back further um and he did that with some of our relatives and (laughs) one of your most famous relatives is yeah Nick was like so interested in this one relative he said, yeah, there's this one, and his name was Willie Grizzle, and he okay. was a moonshiner. <laughs> and Nick was like, oh my gosh, tell me more. <laughs>
0: tell me more about Willie <laughs> Grizzle. you <grew> fascinated.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my, that was, again, yeah, that was on my white side, obviously. But yeah. that was like um, my grand, my great-grandma's dad. So I guess that was my great-great-grandfather. It was Willie Grizzle, yeah. <laughs> the moonshiner. Crazy. I think in Tennessee, maybe. So that was interesting. We like that story.
0: Yeah. Things are getting spicy.
1: Boy, are they. What has Biden been saying the last few days? It's the winter of death for the unvaccinated.
0: I think everybody (laughs) was universally surprised at that last night. Like, Manchin shot them down. And they, uh, like, first off, Jen Psaki came out and called Mansion a big, giant liar. Like, literally, it's a mean girls government Mm -hmm. now. Like, so, but then, like, Biden came out at the end of the night, sort of towards the end, and issued a a press release from the White House. And it basically said to the unvaccinated, we're here for you. We're going to protect you. We're going to do everything. Vaccinated. vaccinated, You know, Uh, we're here for you. We're going to do everything we can to protect you. We're going to build back better. And then in the next paragraph, he goes to the unvaccinated. You're all going to die. And you've brought this on yourselves, basically, roughly what he was saying. And you're going to die and clog up our hospitals. Like, well, those are our hospitals, too. Like, it it is weird, this willful schisming of society. But it was amazing. and, And a lot of people commented on it, too. They'd never seen a government in the United States of America... Act with such vitriol to fellow Americans. I mean, like it was a real temper tantrum, and I thought, well, you know, I mean, I do believe first off, in no way shape or form did Biden write that press release and probably wasn't even aware of it. I suspect it's Samantha Powers, Susan Rice, and Valerie Jarrett who, you know, and and that would explain sort of the mean girls' witchy covenant that's coming out of the White House. But this morning, uh, they've announced that Biden's going to have a big press conference tomorrow. And so this kind of I've, I've, this has been being telegraphed for a long time. They made as much hay as they could out of Omicron, you know, bending over backwards in the UK to make sure that they had one death. Even, well, you get down to South America, their cases are already fa- or South Africa, their cases are already fa- fading. They're saying it's not much more than a mild cold. But what we're seeing here is the political celebrities are now all claiming to be sick. And I would just dive in on that and say, how do we know that? How can we trust you? Like, if you're in the media and you're in politics, I don't think there's anybody right now on this planet that thinks anybody has any integrity in those two industries. So you should show us. Like, you should, like, have a video where you really looks like you're sick. You should, you know, show us a test that we can verify or stuff like that. But what I think we're seeing is sort of this like let's in lieu of a pandemic, let's create one, you Mm -hmm. know, and, and sort of placebo and suggestive effect it. So I really do think that you're seeing like the Jim Cramer guy who said we all had to be locked up and military door-to-door vaccinations he's claiming now to be covid positive uh pocahontas focahontas mm-hmm. liz warren is saying that she you know and they're oh i'm triple vaccinated and it's a breakthrough but i'm so glad i'm vaccinated and all these things it's um i don't believe it and i'm and, and, I, and i've advanced i am sufficiently advanced to that level of um skepticism now where i will not suspend my disbelief anymore i don't trust you and the burden like let's take it to an adulterous marriage when you're in a marriage you should trust each other you know just on on word of mouth you should like where were you at i was over here okay i trust you you never want to get to that part where you're checking up on the other person or things like that and generally couples don't do that They, they trust each other but when when someone maybe possibly has has a slip up or a scandal and you know or or you know whatever now now the burden is on you to kind of like well i wasn't doing that thing here's my accountability you know here's those things like you're now at a level where you should be accountable to the people that you've you know wronged lied to slipped up on whatever you want to call it and i would say the government is now there and the media is now there with us it's like you can't just say oh by the way i have covid and like 48 other celebrities like because everybody's in the pay of big pharma or they're you know the government routinely hires reporters to write favorable articles about subjects that they want to sort of bring to public attention so none of that is truthful that's all advertising and media and i would just say to the people that are trying to what i will call create now the fake omicron pandemic i would say the burden is on you to provide some level of truth.
1: Exactly. And now, like Washington, D.C., also uh, just this morning has now um, declared a state of emergency. Over, yeah. And so.
0: it's this, this is just the playbook. It's just kind of going this way now. Um, I do, I do, I, like I, I said to you this morning, I said, I think that I'm going to amend, I think week after Christmas, it's going to get crazy because the mean girl's temper tantrum did seem to trigger something like, well, we're going for it. And again, I was talking to you earlier, I was saying like the marketing on this is so horribly bad, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and I was saying that the thing about America, like this may work in Europe though. I don't think it is like when you watch the videos and like they're ready to burn that place down. Yeah. Even in Australia, out in the Solomon Islands, they burned down their parliament house. Really? You know, so, oh. I mean, their problem is they just don't have guns. Mm-hmm. The globalist problem here is that we do have guns, and we do have a lot of veterans who have been fighting in wars, really, for upwards of 40 years now, when you count uh, as far back as, say, you know, um, Operation Urgent Fury, which was Grenada, and then you move to Panama, you moved to Desert Storm and then you move to uh desert storm 2 which is really iraq and then you move into afghanistan that's about 40 years war. that's a lot of guys who've served in the military with some fairly credible training and a lot of these guys have guns and a lot of people have guns and there's there's a lot of people now who don't even have any service um who have really gotten into gun culture and training culture and like you can go around on YouTube and. There's guys who openly admit, you know, I have no service training or anything. They've become very proficient with firearms. So, that's why I don't think that we're at the sort of European Italian level of going into the streets because when we go into the streets, we're most likely going to take guns and then that's going to be a very significant response from the government. And as I understand too, internally within the military they're now going around asking for loyalty tests from certain units even down to the rotc level
1: and the weird thing is i feel like they already did one initial layer of that right after jan 6 or or right around the time um and so it's weird that now they need to do a whole nother purge or whatever so
0: so there's something there's something uh but going back to the marketing thing the marketing on this is so bad and it's like Like, again, I've given two things. Like, why didn't you just tell people it made you lose weight and made you grow hair? Mm -hmm. Like, you could have lied about those things. I mean, you you like lying. Why didn't you just lie? The placebo effect would have been enough to actually make people think that the vaccine was somehow causing them to lose weight. You would have gotten that. Like, this seems to be rolled out not just by people who took a marketing class Mm -hmm. and decided not to listen to it. This seems to be rolled out by people who took a class in how not to market, you know, like, do you have a class on how not to market? That's, that's what I would like to learn. And that's, that's what they did because there's like, even the Muriel Bowser thing, you read me the declaration today, like it's, you will do this, no more tests, blah, blah, blah. You will, you will, you will. And I'm like, I don't know if you know Americans, but that doesn't work. And what surprises me is that you're so clueless that you don't understand what actually works. Americans are huge suckers. Mm-hmm. We are. You have, we have to be honest about our, our who we are. Americans are suckers for certain things. Um, less filling, tastes great, mm-hmm. low fat. Oh yeah. Fifty uh, percent more. Yeah. New and improved.
1: Supersized.
0: Supersized. If you would have sold us these things, we would have been all in on this vaccine. But never in American history has you-will-do-this ever worked. In fact, if you study history long enough, you find that when people say that, Americans have a tendency to cross bodies of water and slit your throat, throat and burn down your stuff. Like, from Christmas Day 1775, pretty much onwards, that's what we're well known for. And that leads me to the belief that I can't believe that the people in government are this stupid. So what it really leads me to believe is they are now drink of a Turkish latte, my love. Yeah. Um, they are now sort of doubling down on the forcing thing, the you know uh, the the state of emergency to create a panic. Um, is this because they want to do this every year now with any kind of flu? And I don't know. Again, I don't know what thrill they get out of this. The only thing that I've kind of heard that's made sense on Slurry Report is this is conditioning. It's conditioning us to stop being so independent to obey. And, you know, I go out to the malls like, and again, you know, here in Southern California, generally, you know, and remember, we're California. You know, we're that terrible state. I'm not seeing anybody within sight of this podcast that's wearing a mask right now. Yay! No one cares. I've been into several businesses and they're just rolling their eyes and they don't care. And, but you'll, you will you still have your Karens and Kyles. Mm-hmm. You still have your Karens and Kyles that are going, you know, there's a hard, hard-working little candle girl trying to sell candles. And Karen's out there yelling at her that the mask isn't all the way over her nose. Karen is winning hearts and minds for all of us. Because that girl probably left to her own devices. And this was a real thing that happened to us just a few minutes ago. That girl left her own devices, would have gone to college, and would have been leftist-educated, and would have incurred all kinds of debt, getting a degree in something ridiculous, and uh, then going into the workplace to become a debt-tax slave, and and pretty much voting Democrat, because, you know, the Republican will always be, whether his name is Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis or, you know, uh, Kevin Wu. There is a Kevin Wu jeff Wu, you know chinese guy they'll always be a white supremacist Mm -hmm. you know because we've proved that with our black people larry elder you know like candace (laughs) owens the the the, you know like the kkk of the black people you know you're like okay (laughs) you know so like you will like that girl left to her own devices and i think we've been encountering this a lot she would have always voted liberal because you just won't you know like oh i could never vote for you know Jeff Wu, he's 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 an ardent MAGAist and white supremacist, and he hates Asians. You know, you're like but he is Asian. You know, <laughs> they're like no, no, he hates them even more. It's like this uh, is funny. Like I was in uh, about six or seven months ago when they were on stop Asian hate. I was spending some time with a friend, and the friend's brother had married an Asian woman, and he said, well, their family's really afraid of going outside because of all the Asian hate and i questioned that in a very specific way and he said oh i don't know what you mean by that just basically saying well if if you look at the people who are abusing asians it does seem to be coming from one demographic in particular and he had he just like he like the myth was that it was all these white people who were mad over covid i haven't met any white people that are mad at asian people i'll tell you what i have wow. met I've met some Vietnamese people who frickin' hate the Chinese brick like really hate Chinese people. Not a lot of love for those Vietnamese people. But then it turns out that there's six dudes getting busted in San Francisco and Oakland um, for going around preying on Asian people. And they come from a very specific genetic demographic and that kind of everybody knew it. You watched all the videos, you knew what was going on. It, it had nothing to do with what their genetic demographic was. It had everything to do with that they were a violent, you know, uh, gang culture. And you could get that from any group. But it it does seem to be that this certain group do like to wail on Asians.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I think that it's really important.
0: So uh, you were going to say something.
1: Well, I was going to say something, but I'll let you finish first, because I was going to slightly
0: change the subject. Yeah, we had to pause there for a minute, because... Um, who do we call him? Adventure Man?
1: I, well, we used to call him Adventure Man, and then you called him, like, the Dark Shaman. because. Yeah, the
0: Dark Shaman. Now, look. the Dark Shaman theory may have just been upgraded to, most likely, because Dark Shaman had started to wear new, like, sort of faux leather shirts. Mm-hmm. And now, like, a very Morrissey-type almost half kramer individual showed up much younger, yeah, younger and he was wearing the same kind of clothing and i wonder if morrissey individual died uh last week he was a little pale and dark shaman resurrected him at the <laughs> at the graveyard and also dark shaman hasn't been seen for days now know, that's weird so it makes me wonder if dark shaman has acquired a new body yeah <laughs> That's the kind of stuff you get on this podcast. <laughs> when people say those two people are crazy, you betcha.
1: Hey, well, you know, it can always be made into a story. It's not quite your genre, but yeah. you can figure out how I to could work do it in. I've <laughs> got
0: some things coming. I've got a project I'm working on. I think people will <laughs> dig. Yeah. But um, so we're in the Omicron hype now. And tomorrow, Joe Biden is supposed to give a very important speech on... How many rights he'll need to take away to save all our lives from Omicron. And it's not even selling here in California right now. And I can't imagine it's selling anywhere else. And again, the marketing is so bad. I mean, like, it's... I have to be honest. I have to say it's purposely bad.
1: Yeah, you were saying, like... That
0: this does lead me to the conclusion, like the comment that we read from the plumber. Joe the plumber? Dave 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 the plumber's brilliant comment. Plumber Plumber Dave. Plumber Dave. Plumber Dave's brilliant comment of saying, like, it does seem like they're trying to force about 40,000 people into an army of insurrection, you know, or 40 million or whatever it was. But, you know, he ultimately said you put 40,000 people on the streets and that's going to be severe. Anyways, I think you can look at all these things and I do feel a little safer um, moving the sort of DEFCON flag of civil war and insurrection to, yeah, I actually think they want the Civil War more than we do. I know we don't. Right. You yeah. know, I know that we would actually just like to have a Hallmark Christmas. Yes. We would just like to have some... And you can, you don't have to have Christmas songs. You, you can go to your mall or do whatever, you know, and you can have your German tinsel tree, you know, with a non-denominational uh, fast food endorsement angel on the top or something like that. Like... The thing... You can wear masks. I am cool with you wearing masks. That's the weirdest thing about this society is, like, you can do whatever you want to do. I just want to do what I want to do. Exactly. And the Karens and the Kyles that are the globalists and, and they're stupid actual Karens and Kyles, they're generally left-leaning, liberal-type husks. They feel that, like, my life is ruined if I go to the mall and hear a, you know, Hark the Herald Angels sing. Like, mm-hmm. Christmas has been destroyed for me. But they have no problem like you know i like i go onto facebook lately and it's amazing like my facebook doesn't even work but what i do see is a lot of inappropriate stuff just like you know oh okay mm-hmm. you know like, you know and i show them a deuce to that and i'm like this is all i see you know and, and like you
1: don't actively look at that kind of stuff and that's why it's weird it's like yeah, it's being put in front of you by like on purpose even well though
0: sometimes like sometimes reels will show up and you're like well it shows up on friday night and you're like this is a lot of, you know, inappropriate stuff, and I just think, well, what if a little kid was seeing this or whatever, but exactly. you know, they don't have any problems with their agenda being constantly shoved down my throat, but the moment I want to have, like, a Christmas song or, you know, Hallmark movie with just a, you know, straight Norm family, you know, that's out there loving Christmas, and you know, there's a ghost dog and a house that needs to be inherited and Jenny's an astronaut, and Dave's a you know, work a day, real estate, and then you spin the wheel of morality, and somehow they have Christmas. Mm-hmm. And we're like, no, no, you need a gay couple. You need to have a gay hallmark. So, you know, we all got driven out of, here. Comes the Dark Shaman. Does he have leather pants? Mm. Dusty? Dark Shaman? No, I don't think so. He okay. is rocking the whole thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I feel that's the Dark Shaman. I don't know.
1: Maybe it's a relative.
0: Maybe he's another dark shaman And yeah. he's looking for the other dark shaman here Like he, yeah. he went into the coffee house And he was checking the tables To see if any like hidden runes Had been inscribed <laughs> into the tables Exactly and... <laughs>
1: runes.
0: <laughs> Hidden runes <laughs> I don't know So I do think that they're on purpose Pushing us towards some kind of conclusion The new uh, mandates If the ones coming out of Washington D.C. As of this afternoon Are any indication um, it's the, we've had it with your, your S we've had it with your S um, do it. Or you're going to lose your job. That's what I read. Yeah. You know, yeah, no more tests. You got to have three, va- you gotta have, you gotta, three. have. yeah, you gotta have three. And it, it, it seems like, and again, I mean, people will talk all day long. There is no basis. For, there is no constitution or legal basis for any of these things And when they actually get in front of a judge and go to a court, they have a tendency to be shot down. Like, someone was just talking about, like, when Biden has to end up at the Supreme Court over this, like, the caseload is overwhelming the amount of lower circuit court judges who have shot all this down that the Supreme Court won't even be able to handle it.
1: Wow, exactly. So, I think what I have come to the conclusion... Hold on,
0: everybody. The Medusa has engaged her fabulous brain. Well, her obsessive, compulsive, number-ordering brain that keeps her awake at night, scheming and figuring how the angles to bring it all into being.
1: You're building go. this up more than it is. But, so we've been talking a lot lately. No, I
0: think you're very insightful. Like, well, thank you. You but, say things that blow me away, and I go, you know you. what? She's absolutely right.
1: Thank you. Well, I mean, I'm just going to say, probably other people would be like, yeah, I've already thought of this, but... We've been talking a lot lately, like, and a lot of people have, like, we absolutely have to not comply. That's the big thing. I think we all agree, people on our side, like, we have to not comply. But I was just thinking again, like, talking about the businesses and stuff and how no one's really been hassling us about masks, even though there's technically <laughs> now, as of this past Wednesday, a mask mandate. But I think it's because, um, like, and it's why it's important not to go there again. It's because, so, they started it. The first time right uh-huh. and then it was really hard to undo it it was like people got in the habit of it and it was really hard to get them to stop like telling you can you wear a mask like employees and stuff like that now they've gotten used again to not doing it and so we have to really keep it that way that enough people don't comply where they don't do that again because I'm just meaning that if they get used to it again going to be really hard to get them unused to it again you know what i mean it's easier to keep it yeah i think
0: and i think what i'm sensing from a lot of employees is you're not paying me enough for this Mm -hmm. and it's just a very interesting time because there was a peter dow and he's a he's a total liberal hack last night and he like all caps like full stop close the economy now and give people money like it's like they want to go back to two years ago, like immediately. And it's like, well, one, the money's not there. Like the money's gone. You, I don't think you can even print any more money now. That was what mansion was basically effectively shooting down. And like, I think you just, I think that they did get like 3 trillion or or something like that. But like, I don't think you can, I'm saying, I don't think there's any more room to print any money and put everybody on perpetual snow day Mm -hmm. for the rest of their lives. Um, and I don't think corporate America is going along with it like with the airlines It does seem like a lot of major corporations are saying like we can barely get people in here I don't think that we're gonna put this burden on people now. You'll always have the Karen corporations who I who You get you can usually identify them because they're the first ones not accepting cash money anymore mm-hmm. It's interesting. Solari report does a thing called um, the, And they think it's a great way to sort of destroy the global uh, plans is to do cash only on fridays, yeah. cash fridays cash fridays so i'm gonna look at why they're what the positive of, the, of that is and then i'm gonna bring it over to the podcast and and i i think i'll, I, I'll do anything i can to destroy this sort of you know um i mean it's like I, we were listening to one on taxes today i was just sitting there thinking i'm like why am i paying 50 percent of my money to a government that says things in the middle of the night like you're gonna die and you're clogging our hospitals i'm like Then maybe can I not pay 50% of my monies if I mean, we even had a conversation with some people last night and it's like, none of us feel safe going to the hospital anymore. No. So, you know, like we're just being told how little we can participate in society. But at the same time, we're being told we'll take 50% of my money. I'm like. It really is quite stunning when you stop sometimes and think, why do I have to give away 50% of my money to the government? Yeah. Plus, like, we feel like the cops and then aren't you, even yeah, and able I didn't, to do that much. Yeah, now, the like cops have been us. really absent lately. Yeah. But it's just like, how did that come into being, like, that you have to give 50% of your money to the government?
1: Mm-hmm. You know? And what she was saying is, so that they can use a lot of it for actual criminal... Enterprise. Enterprise. Yeah. And not to mention, I think what I wanted to add to that was like, and literally they're using some of those funds actively against people yeah. like us. Yeah. So it's like, we're, as she's said in other things, we're they're we're funding our own demise. Yeah. And
0: I think why? that that'll be a big component of what I think is the coming revolt. Like. I don't think it's enough that masks are a revolt or, you know, MAGA is a revolt or vaccines. I mean, I think all of those things are being pushed. But what's really going to fire people is when they realize like and people already know this. It's just has been normalized and accepted. But when they realize, like, you shouldn't be giving 50 percent of your income to a government that hates your guts Mm -hmm. and then make sure to go out of its way and give money to racists. Like Ibram X. Kendi and stuff like that, you know, or to make sure that, you know, the chick who started BLM has five houses And you know, like and that, you know The the Air Force units are making sure they have rainbow colored flags You're like none of these things do I agree with and these things seem to not just be things that you're doing But actually seem to be a sort of racist war against me Like I think we're all going to reach a conclusion that um this is wrong. And I'm not saying that we need to overthrow taxation illegally. I think we can actually do it legally by just showing up and getting involved in government and saying, listen, these taxes have got to stop. We should not be work. You should not be absorbing 50 percent of our life to do these things. We're not like I mean, it's just like. A business or an enterprise ends when the customers who participate in it no longer feel that they're getting value out of it government isn't anything sacred it's not a church a church would end for the same reasons um, but government acts like there's no burden to perform and then it takes 50 percent of your income you're like there's not a business there's not a church there's not a relationship that would survive that level of abuse you know like i'm going to take 50 percent of your life And I'm going to treat you like scum. And if you dare question me, I'm going to silence you and I'm going to use unlimited legal warfare against you. And I'm going to reward the people that hate your guts. It's like, I don't, you know, again, I mean, maybe they realize this and maybe that's why they're pushing for the Civil War. The Civil War leads to the collapse of the dollar. And then this leads to, oh my gosh, we need martial law. Those are the people that are saying like, Omicron and all these things are to get people ready to bear the collar of martial law that's coming Whatever it is. I think what we can take away from this podcast is I don't think that there's any common sense in the room and I don't think that anybody Is trying to avert what seems to be inevitable now In fact, if anything there seems to be a group of people Who are pushing for the collapse of the United States of America the collapse of the economy the collapse of the middle class, the collapse of your life, and so that you are desperately dependent on government. And then they, the thing that scares me is they seem to think that there's an answer on the other side. And I can tell you, even if that answer is a great answer, it's not a good answer for us. Like, even if they're like, you know, we do this, we collapse the economy, uh, we put them all, you know, they, we, we reduce them all to this sort of, you know, mentality where they need us and we're in charge of everything, like. I don't think that there's this cool utopia with monorails and, you know, endless buffets on the other side of it. I, I, I mean, again, going back to what I said at the beginning of the, pod, the podcast, these people claiming to want a utopia, a better tomorrow. These are the people that brought you San Francisco, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, Baltimore, Washington, D.C., Atlanta, New York, City. New York City, like these are all hellholes. And if it were like a job interview, and you came in and you're like, I'm gonna hire you to build, you know, my SimCity 2000. What have you built? And they're like, San Francisco, and I'm like, Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Whoops. you know, sorry, but it's like you wouldn't hire that person. And 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 these are the people that are claiming to be the most compassionate who are running the city where I see people living like savages by the side of the road, and they don't seem to care. They, 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 they say that you know they're for the underclass and the minorities, but these are the people that brought you for-profit prisons, using their own people to imprison their own people in a modern-day slavery, and then all of them gentrifying these inner-city neighborhoods into for-profit prisons. These are the people that say they're interested in your health, and have gotten in bed with big pharma and slain an entire generation of children with opioids. Exactly. Like, what? So so if we advance it to this thing where they say, oh, you know, we're going to destroy the economy and we're going to destroy the middle class. And then on the other side of it is going to be this magic Google world where everybody has a mansion and they take a monorail to their play. Because work is no longer work, it's play. You know, and all, of, and you're gonna live inside a metaverse, and and it's gonna be like a Zoom meeting in Hawaii, but it's gonna be great, you know, and and you're never gonna need money anymore. You're just gonna have this credit card, and you run around and swipe. It's like, but I don't think you've accomplished that in anything that you've done so far. So why should I believe you when you say I have COVID, and there's this huge outbreak, and we're all in this together, and you come up with all your stupid marketing pro slangs that that half the country believes what have you done that should make me believe you especially you
1: know? because we know from their own words they think there are too many people on the earth they the little utopian thing that you said no they don't want that because they want there to be less people period they've yeah. said it yeah. so I, again, like, I don't understand why people are believing that they want, they want to save our lives. It's I like, think, no, they yeah. don't want as many of us here. So what are they doing about it? Well, I think we can see what they're doing.
0: about. If it. you had a football team, you know, and, and, and you were going to hire an athlete, you would bring that athlete out to the field and you would test that athlete. You know, they do they do that, like, you know, yeah. do a pass and do these things, you know, like you would test them to see if they could, they, and you would, they wouldn't even be getting that on field test tryout that's what they call it tryout Mm -hmm. unless you had done things that right unless you were the big man in high school and the big man in college and now you're this and blah 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 like you would have to do those things to earn that spot this group of people is just saying um, because we're the government we can do anything we want and so now we want to be the quarterback and it's like but you're not very good at being a quarterback in fact The one time that you were the quarterback of San Francisco, you turned a beautiful, fantabulous jewel of the Pacific in trade, invention, business, gold, banking, shipping. Like, San Francisco was a powerhouse. You guys turned it into a hellhole that even you're fleeing now.
1: Didn't I just see and read you an article or, you know, a headline a few days ago that they San Francisco declared a state of emergency because of so
0: many overdose yeah. deaths. They're not even declaring an emerg- state of emergency over Omicron. Yeah. They're they've got too many dead bodies in the street yeah. and feces. Like it's a hellhole. Like so you haven't you haven't recommended yourself for this job. Yes, I know. I'm beating that 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 to death. It's just like it's it's not my biggest fear is it's not cluelessness that makes them think like this. It's a group of people who see a plan, an ending, a next phase to move into that they can't tell you openly about. But we can kind of look at their lives and we can kind of like everybody kind of lives their perfect life. Going back to that that football player, you know, like and I, I, I train, you know, watching a guy's videos online and doing his courses and he trains pro athletes. Those athletes, when they're not working, it's like going back to Roger Clemens. When Roger Clemens wasn't throwing for the Yankees or the Rangers and it was the off season, he was throwing a hundred pitches a day. You know, and he worked for a long time and yeah, juiced and things like that. But like athletes who want jobs keep doing that. They you know, when no one's looking, that's what they're doing. Well, when we look at these global elites, what do they do? Do you see them among you? Do they are they like Mother Teresa? Mm-hmm. You know, Mother Teresa every day was in the streets of Calcutta comforting the sick and diseased and dead. You know, like you look at the people and the job that they're doing and then you hire them based on that. Same thing in the army. But these are people who seem to want to have... Nothing to do with the rest of humanity They seem to go to great lengths to create velvet ropes To put walls around their estate And to make sure that they go places you cannot go to In modes of transportation that you can only dream of And then we're supposed to be told that these people have our best interests at heart I think if we look at the way that they live their lives Which is an absence of the rest of the population That I think would tell you what the next phase is And I think the next phase that's coming after this little Omicron push um, to basically disenfranchise a large portion of the population and push them over the edge into civil war. I think what you're looking at there, the next phase that they can't say anything about is depopulation, the way that they live their lives without you ruining their beautiful sunset without you obstructing their view without you questioning them without you absorbing the resources and that's the podcast